RadioInfluence.com. You've seen Chef Ryan Duffy on Spike TV's Bar Rescue, NBC's Today Show, and opening bars and restaurants all over the world. Now he's sharing his stories, his friends, and some tips of the trade he's learned along the way. Prepare yourself to get Duffified. This is Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy on Radio Influence. Happy Friday! Yep, I just yelled at you in your car, in your ears, because you've got those buds in, and I just screamed Happy Friday. So, uh, what do we got going on this week, man? It's been a fun week. You know, I was in, uh, I did a little uh, Sacramento last week, and I had a really, I just had a, I mean, an awesome time. And love being out there. Uh, it's such a beautiful, beautiful area. And there's so much cool shit to do out there. So, um, And then this week, I got to spend some time just a little bit north of there, uh, where I was up in San Francisco. North of there? I think so. I can't. I have no idea. I was up on the Russian River again, out there playing with walnuts. Uh, and then uh, my boy Chad and I, Chad Rosenthal, he's been on the show. You guys know him. He's that barbecue cook. He affectionately calls himself a cook as opposed to a chef. He and I took a little trip. We went up to Hog Island, checked out some oysters and stuff, took a red eye back home. And uh, that's been kind of the week for what I've had. Um, I uh, I love getting out to that walnut region, kind of seeing what goes on. And the fact that 99, like 95% of the world's population of walnuts are coming out of California like it's a major, major number, and there's a tremendous amount of opportunity to play with that. I mean, as I sit here right now, I'm not even kidding you. I don't know if you can hear this kind of crackling in the background, but what I have right in front of me is a package called It's Nature, and they're walnut crumbles. And this is done as a chorizo style. So it's a crumbled walnut that you can actually do a mix. And it says it's like pulse one half a cup of drained low-salt chickpeas. Um, until this about the size of a rice grain, add a quarter cup of vegetable oil, a teaspoon of white vinegar, and then trust the flavored walnuts, and then you heat it up. Like it literally makes a chorizo out of these crazy walnuts. So there's a lot of fun opportunities to play with this stuff. This isn't a commercial. This is just cool shit that I like to talk about. Um, but uh, get a chance. Try to get, find these walnut crumbles in your space and play with them. It's a great vegetarian option uh, for things. And I think if you go the right way, you can actually go full on vegan. Uh, what do we got in here? Uh, chickpeas. Yeah, good to go. Vegetable oil. Good to go. I mean, unless you're like super vegan and you don't eat plants. Which I, don't, I, I guess I don't understand that, but I'll, I'll run with it. So you fold in that vinegar and then these walnuts. So pretty cool to watch some of the stuff that's happening these days in restaurants and in food and all that stuff. And that kind of leads me into my next guest. These are, uh, that you know, I'm talking about hospitality and I'm talking about forward thinking and the, and the new movements of things that are happening. And uh, years ago, I had the luxury and the honor in reality to work with a group of guys, four of them. Uh, that are based out of Cincinnati. Their corporate offices are in Cincinnati, but they've got properties in Chicago, Cincinnati, and Northern Kentucky as well. And uh, one of these guys is a gentleman named Bob Deck. And Bob is, uh, Bob and I got to become friends, you know, old rugby players uh, in the hospitality industry, in that service world, involved in food and beer and booze and all that stuff. And we got to become friends. And I want to have Bob on the show because I really want to kind of get an insight into, one, where these guys came from, the 4EG brand, which stands for the 4 Entertainment Group. And it's four because there's four partners that are involved in this. And these guys are forward thinkers. They are creating properties that have a great amount of hospitality, a great amount of kind of that hip world when it comes to either mixology or, you know, craft beers or just really good food. These guys are, are kind of at the forefront of it within the Cincinnati region at this point with over with almost 17 properties, I believe. And I think they're, they're doing an 18th. Then, you know, this is something that you should really step back and take a look at and say, all right, what are these guys doing that's right? Right now I have one property or I have two with a spinoff. You know, what, are, what am I doing in comparison and what are these guys doing right? And one of the big things that I'd like to find out from him is really about the employee and employee retention and what it is that they're doing. Because they have managers that have been with them since day one. 
you know, when they bought one bar, they took that bar over and they kept one of the employees that was there. And he's now an operations manager within the company. And that's a really cool thing to see. Imagine going to work for a company knowing that there is that forward momentum within a restaurant. A lot of times it's just a pit stop for some people to go in and work. I'm going to serve, I'm going to wait tables here for a little while, or I'm going to cook here for a little while, but they have guys and girls that have been with them for a long time. So ladies and gentlemen, do me a really big favor and put your hands together and turn the radio up and uh, get the kids out of the room. Cause I think I curse a little bit sometimes. Uh, but uh, put your hands together and get ready to hear uh, Mr. Bob Deck from the 4EG Group. Good morning, Bob Deck. How are you, man? Dude, I'm so good, brother. I am. I'm really, really good. Um, I love seeing all the cool shit that you guys have going on, man. Thanks, man. It's uh, you know, it's been a long road, but uh, you know, I love doing what I'm doing, so it's. Uh, you know, so fun. So Bob, why don't you do me a favor? And, and I always have these three questions, which is who are you? What do you do? And how can people get in contact with you or with your restaurants? Okay. Uh, I'm Bob Deck. I'm the, one of the managing partners of a company called, uh, 40G or 14 group. And, uh, we own a bunch of bars and restaurants, uh, currently right now in the Cincinnati and Chicago, and you can get a hold of us at www.fourg.com or call our central office here in Cincinnati at 4EG. Nice. And guys, that's www.fourfoureg.com. So, Bob, what does 4EG stand for? Because it took me a while to figure that out. Yeah, so it stands for Four Entertainment Group, and the four is basically – there's four of us guys. Uh, we're all managing partners, me, um, Dave, and Ben. And uh, the EG is entertainment group. And, you know, it's just something that we named our company a long time when we got in the bar business. Uh, just, you know, because that's what we do. You know, we entertain people. So, Bob, how many, how many properties do you guys have now? So we've got uh, five uh, properties in Chicago. We've got 11 bars. In the Cincinnati area, and then we have three Keystone Bar and Grill restaurants in the Cincinnati area as well. Jeez, man! And I we're remember. Currently, uh, we're currently under construction on a place right now in Columbus. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, dude, that's awesome, man! And is that a new concept, or is that like is that a Keystone or one of your other concepts? It's a new concept. Uh, it's going to be called the B line, and um, it's a it's a bar concept that we're doing up there. Nice man. So I know when I had first connected with you guys, I guess it was Dan who did I the. I think it was Dave actually. Dave, that's right. It was Dave. Yeah. Yes. Dave yeah, in did Chicago, it. Yeah, I went out and spoke with like like two touch POS or something, and cooked a bunch of bar food and. <laughs> And Dave was like, hey, we got to talk. And and at that point, you guys were like, you guys had one keystone, two keystones, I believe, one in Cincinnati and one in northern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And we were and you guys only had you guys had a handful of bars between Chicago and Cincinnati. Right. Right. I know. I know. Yeah. And so so I guess the I, thing. What's that? I would say it'd be scary to actually see, you know, when that was, because I feel like. You know, it, it feels like it's yesterday, but yet it was probably like eight or nine years ago or whatever it was. You know, Dude, it was, it was a long time ago. I mean, if I go back through, I mean, I if I can go back through my files, which I should be able to, I can probably find Keystone. Uh, There's the proposal. 2012. Right. And you bet, but you even met Dave even a little bit before that. that I did. I met Dave in 11 because it was towards the, I believe it was the, the spring of 11 and we didn't really get into a full contact until a little bit later. So, um, and and I think that's eight years ago. Jesus. Yeah. My God, dude, I have like, I have a daughter (laughs) in college now. You have a brand new baby, (laughs) (laughs) which is awesome. You have a, a, I just want to say, man, I've I've loved watching 
kind of you guys from the background. Like when I, you know, when I, I see you guys open in new properties and I see what's happened in, in your family and in your personal life. And because, you know, with consulting, especially the way that I do stuff, I, I get to become friends with the people that I work with. Like I, I, I don't, right. I don't work with douchebags, you know? I mean, I can, I can tell right off the phone. Why would you? Well, you know, because a lot, I mean, I made the mistake earlier on when I was starting a consulting business that I, that I took, I took business because I needed to pay bills. So I worked with douchebags, mm-hmm. you know I mean? I worked mm-hmm. with the guy, I worked mm-hmm. with the guy who wanted to double or nothing me on his final bill on a car bomb. <sighs> and I know that you and I have been out <laughs> drinking before, and I know that you've seen me do a car bomb. Let's just say that he lost <laughs> that bet. So, yeah. <laughs> and then he got on a Harley and rode it into this, into his brand new bar that he opened up that day. And he did burnouts on the dance floor. <laughs> and I have, and, and I know That's you, awesome. I know you know this, but I kind of have a rule that if I'm working with one client in a city that I'm, I, I don't really work, I don't work with anybody else within that city, you know, unless I get approval right. from the person that I originally work with, it's just kind of a sign of respect. I took a new job. Mm-hmm a mile away from his bar three months later, like (laughs) didn't even, and to the point that we are partners in projects now, like that's how far away from this guy. So how did you, I mean, I think one of the coolest things that, that I've seen and what I love so much and why I wanted to have you on the show is as an operator, uh, because Mm -hmm. you guys, you, so tell the story kind of how you guys created really your first bar, the 4EG, like the relationship that all of you guys have, which is, is how 20 years strong now. I mean, in a business setting. Yeah. Yeah. Since about 2002. So yeah, three three of the four of us were college buddies. uh, And, you know, just to uh, make it, you know, a quick story, two of them, you know, started in the bar business in Chicago uh, back in the late nineties. And they had two bars there and then they were looking to expand. And I convinced, you know, my two buddies to expand to Cincinnati. And so, you know, we opened up a bar in Cincinnati and then we opened up a second bar. And then Cincinnati kind of just, you know, kind of came to its own in this big renaissance. And we just kind of rode the train of, of this revitalization that was going on in the city and downtown. So, you know, two bars and three became four. Finally, you know, we were no longer just, uh, you know, some guys that owned a couple bars were like, you know, this is becoming a company of which, you know, none of us ever really thought or expected to really do. Uh, And it just, you know, kind of evolved and it it just got crazier and crazier. You know, when we, when we opened up in Cincinnati, we realized we just needed more manpower. And one of my buddy, uh, you know, Ben from, from Lima, Ohio had, uh, his childhood friend come down. So that was the, you know, the fourth of, of, you know, four EG and the four of us. And we just, you know, kind of all had our own little niche and we just kind of grew it out of nowhere. And I mean, I just still can't believe that after all that time four, you know, three now four college buddies have, have grown because, you know, there's so many different personality changes as times go on. I mean, and you guys started with bars and then you guys made that dive into food. I mean, mm-hmm. how did it, how did, how did, how did that transition happen? So really when, when we, you know, the, the fourth guy, Dan, he was really, and, and still is, we, we call him our food guy. I mean, he's the one that as we were opening these bars, you know, we started kind of thinking, you know, hey, maybe we want to, you know, expand and get in the restaurant business. And he really was the one that pioneered the Keystone Bar and Grill over in um, Northern Kentucky, Lincoln, Kentucky. So we just kind of let him take the reins. And, you know, that's how that concept formed. And he was working on that project while I was working on a project, you know, a bar project in Cincinnati and while Dave was working on a bar project in Chicago. So we just, you know, we all kind of had our own little niche uh, that we were doing. Uh, meanwhile, you know, still all meeting together and, and, you know, bouncing ideas and operating together, you know, as a whole. And how are, how are you guys coming up with concepts? I mean, is it, you know, because you guys have, what do you guys have? 
nine different concepts? No, I mean, most of all of our bars. Uh, so, you know, the, the 11 bars in Cincinnati and the five in Chicago are all independent bar concepts. Right. All with different names, you know. So, you know, it's um, a little bit of, of all four of us. I mean, if we, we if we find a spot or we see a spot we think would be cool, we just kind of start bouncing ideas off of one another. You know, what would look good here? What would people like? You know, um, and, and, you know, we kind of just start brainstorming. And, and really then, you know, Ben, one of our partners, uh, is really just, you know, his, his, one of his niches is, you know, sort of design and concept. And, uh, he takes the reins a little bit on that and, and we just, you know, it just happens. It's, uh, you know, and, and that's how it's always been. Um, right. It's never been super cut and dry. Getting a lot of arguments about, <laughs> and then, you know, we, we argue about, you know, four guys, you're always arguing over what, what to call it, what the name's going to be, you know, stuff like that, <laughs> you know, but uh, at the end of the day, it's, uh, you know, it, it ends up working. Yeah. I know, I know, you know, when I was first, first started working with you guys, you know, I mean, I, I spent a lot of time with, with Dan, you know, with mm-hmm. the food concept and, and, and handle and all that. And then I got involved in, in Mount Adams Pavilion. And, and one of the things that I like so much about you guys was that relationship that you guys had where you guys did bounce a lot off of each other. You know what I mean? To have the food conversation mm-hmm. with Dan and then for us to start talking about the beer programs that went there. And he's like, well, you know, I really, really, I kind of handled the, the food programs. Like that's what my, mm-hmm. my job is. So you guys all did have your own roles and, 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 and with all of that, I mean, I, I even went into Estelle's, you know I mean? We did some inventory right. up at, at Estelle's and all that. And it was so neat to watch the different levels that you guys have from the from the massive undertaking of what is a keystone that you guys have built that right. business. You know, I mean, now you guys have the the Mac Shacks. We do, yeah. We have, we've got the Mac Shack, which is kind of the uh, you know a, a niche, um, you know, kind of sidekick of uh, mac and cheese that's yeah. been so popular at Keystone. It's more of a just a quicker come you know, up your Mac and then hit the road. They were, I mean, I, I had a lot of fun working with those guys. I mean, you know, uh, you guys have, I know even back then, I mean, this was, you know, 2012, 13, 14, I think was really that time frame that we did a lot of stuff together. And the crew that you guys had, I mean, you know, you guys had a good amount of people that were working in the kitchens that were doing stuff. And this is at a time when, you know, employees were, were, were hard to find then. Now it's even harder, mm-hmm. especially in that kitchen world. I mean, how are you guys dealing with that kind of part of the business? Man, I'll tell you, we are, it's never ending. I mean, we are constantly, constantly looking for good help, hiring, you know, uh, trying to hire the best talent out there. And you're right. I mean, it's, it's even, you know, it was harder. It was hard back then. It's even harder now, um, you know, uh, in, in our hospitality business to, um, you know, find and, and um, you know, find good people. I mean, we just, as we've expanded, you know, we just need more and more people to work for us. So we're, you know, we're doing a lot of internal training and now we'll even hire people that really aren't experienced and we'll bring them in and, and we'll train them. I mean, you know, if they right. got the right personality and, and uh, you know, um, our worker, it's, you know, let's just bring them on and we'll train them. I mean, I have, I, I work with another group. They're smaller than you guys. They have about eight properties. And we sat in a meeting about a month ago and we all started talking about what the growth of the company was going to be and how they were going to start moving things forward and what they were going to do. And, and the worst part about the whole conversation was that it kept coming back to employees. You know, we yeah. don't have enough employees now. How are we going to staff another restaurant? You know, what is the way that we're going to do it? What's that? I know we think about that every day, every day. We're like, who's going to run it? How are we going to, you know, how are we going to fill this new location up with, uh, you know, uh, the people that can run it? I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I I listened to these guys go and and it was almost like, you know, it was like blowing up that balloon to get super excited about it. And then the word employee came up and it just deflated the entire balloon. I mean, it's a scare. It's it's just a, it's just bad. <laughs> well, right, and you know, and, and it's caused the wages to rise, which you know isn't always a bad thing, obviously. 
But, um, you know, as you know, you know, restaurant margins can be super thin and yeah. point there where you, you can only go so high on, on, um, on, on certain positions and so many things. There's, I mean, I, you know, just in the last, I just, I just opened a new property in my hometown, in my backyard. I just opened up a big barbecue spot. And, you know, I mean, I interview chefs all the time and I talk to people all the time. And the thing that I'm finding is just that, you know, I mean, it's people are sitting on their computers or on their phone looking for a job and they're just hitting apply, 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 apply. And they're not even looking at what the job is, where the job is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then when, when somebody reaches out to them, they're almost surprised that you actually are talking to them, you know, and and, and after that that first couple of minutes, you know, when you talk to them and, and they get over the shock that somebody called them and then they start talking about themselves and you say, Hey, I think it'd be a good fit. I mean, I started to find out that people were afterwards saying, well, where are you located? You know, what kind of job are you, what, what kind of job is this? And then they just don't mm-hmm. even show up for the interview. Right. Right. No, same problems here. Same problems right. here. I mean, how are you, are you guys finding, I mean, it, you know, you guys are, I think, lucky enough that you guys are get, are able to see it from a, a higher ground, you know, because you have so many properties and you have a good amount of people that are running the properties underneath of you that are, that are good quality people. I mean, you guys have always hired good people, you know, I mean, even with when we did Lachey's and stuff like that, like I thought Lance was a good dude and he worked hard and, you know, I didn't know much about mm-hmm. him from the background, but I mean, I've always watched you guys hire people. What are you hearing from, I think from your managers about what they're doing to either retain or get people in? So I think one of the things that helps us, uh, you know, and, and again, you know, our size does help is, you know, we, People feel like a place to come in and start working and then somewhere to grow. So that's a, that's a big one for us is, you know, because everyone's, you know, always trying to better themselves. And it's like, hey, you know, 4EG, it seems like if I come in and start working uh, for them that, you know, it's just my position's not the end of the road. I can move up, you know, to this sure. next position or I can move up to this next position. So that's. That is the benefit that we have. And, and I interview people, and, and I still, you know, love to sit down and interview people. Uh, when they when they tell me that, then that's where I feel like, okay, you know, we're gonna we're gonna hook this person. We're gonna we're gonna get this person to work because, you know, that's uh, you know that, that's a great thing to hear, and it's something that we can offer, and we do. You know, I mean, we we try to put people on a path where you know, either on the bar side or the kitchen side. Hey, if you come in as a dishwasher, you know, we, there's a place for you to move up the ladder. Hey, if you come in as a bar back or, you know, even a security guy, hey, there's a place to, to, to climb. And, and a lot of my right. managers and a lot of our sous chefs and chefs, I mean, they're all people that, you know, may have started in a, in a lower position at one point in time. Yeah. I mean, you guys have a, a pre, you guys have a massive amount of retention, I mean, like, you know, just like Danny. I mean, Danny's been with you guys for what? I mean, is he, first off, is he still involved with you guys? Danny's still Danny. involved, and uh, he's a great dude. And, yeah, I mean, he started with us literally when we started. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the, the way we got in the bar business back in the day was we'd go into, a uh, you know, an, an old bar that, you know, wasn't making it. We, uh, you know put our spin on it and, and called it a different name and, and ran it ourselves. Well, you know, back in the day when we, when we and it was working in the old bar that we took over. Yeah. So we, they, he, came with, he, he came with our first, uh, our first star project in Cincinnati. And, and he's been here, you know, he's one of my top managers. I mean, now, you know, a couple of those guys like Danny now are running more than one location. They're kind of the old me. The old project right. was doing, you know, so we just moved people up the ladder. I call them operations managers. That's just our internal term for that level of management where they're overseeing more than one operation. Right. And he does, I mean, how many, and is he still involved in Mount Adams? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mount Adams Pavilion. And uh, we've got a bar down at the, uh, at the bank called the stretch which is uh you know extremely popular right now and he oversees um that one as well you know and has managers on 
that we've grown as a company is we just keep people up and, and moving them up in positions of, of higher, you know, and, and authority. He uh, and the, I think one of the cool parts about him is the way that he's constantly, you know, he's constantly evolving. Um, you know, with working, I mean, mm-hmm. even when when I was involved with him and he was working on 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 a couple different things at the same time. And then all of a sudden, I think it was like last year I got a request from him on Instagram, you know, <laughs> and, and right. I can pretty much hear some. Please just get on Instagram so you know what the fuck we're talking about, you know, because he's because he's an <laughs> operator. He's an old school manager. You know, he doesn't need he doesn't you know, it's the old saying of, you know, skip the delivery. Just give me the baby with Danny. He doesn't care about how, nice, it, nice. how it gets done. Just get that job done. Um, and so when I saw yeah. him on Instagram and I think, I think his Instagram is like, follow me now on Instagram or something like it's a stupid name, <laughs> um, but it's totally Danny. But, uh, but, and that's one of the things that I, you know, that I really liked about we, with you guys and why I wanted to have you guys, why I wanted to have you on. And I've asked you for a while for us to try to connect and make this happen is because of the way that you mm-hmm. guys cultivate people, because in this day and age, um, you know, it, it's a huge process. I mean, I, do you know who Ford Fry mm-hmm. is? Do you know Ford no. out of Atlanta? So Ford owns a bunch of restaurants. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so he owns a bunch of restaurants as well. And he and I met last year and, and I was, I, I'm not even shitting you, Bob. We were standing in a potato field and I was listening to him talk about employees and the retention and, and his verbiage and the way that he kind of spoke was very reminiscent of you guys. You know, because of the way that you guys mm-hmm. treated your employees and how well you guys worked with them. I mean, you guys have some pretty big successes that have come out of the 4EG brand from what I know. You know, I mean, you talk about Lauren. You know, I mean, Lauren, who was mm-hmm. working in, in a closet at the, you know, on the second floor of Igby's, who now, you know, right. basically <laughs> runs the entire banquet division at Daniel Below up in New York. I mean, it's like <laughs> – you know, I know, I know. That's that's yeah. fucking. By the way, that's that's complete insanity to me, dude. Watching her run a, a kitchen out of that closet with like a refrigerator and a panini press, almost. Yep, it was all, and all, all almost all had to be cold. We had, you know, it literally was like an eight by nine room, you know, yeah. back in there, just trying to you know, shuffle out food for all the different private parties we had and all the customers. And, um, no, it's great. It's awesome to see, you know, what she's doing. And, um, you know, I follow her on, on Facebook and see like, you know, what, what she's up to. And she makes it back in town every once in a while, but yeah, it's, uh, it's great. It's great to see. I mean, I, I tell people that all the time. I mean, my managers and stuff, I mean, you know, this, for them, you know, I try to train them like if they wanted to go off and run their own place, you know, hopefully at the end of the day, they're learning everything in our company and from me that they could go off and do that. Uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's a win for me and, and a win. Yeah. There's, I mean, with you guys now, I mean, you guys have, have, um, have had a major impact on what's happened in Cincinnati. You know, with the the resurgence of that, I mean, what was it? Twenty five years ago, there was a major uproar in Cincinnati, and then, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and, and and it was a scary place. I mean, there was a, there was a lot of scary mm-hmm. shit that was going on there. I mean, you guys had riots at one point, and and then it's like now what we hear about with Cincinnati is, you know, one of the best, if not the best, Oktoberfest in the in the country. Mm-hmm. Plus. Yep. Plus, you guys have a massive – what's the food festival that happens down there? So, I mean, there's just so much that's happened here in the last, you know, 15 years. It's just, you know, amazing to see, again, the the, the revitalization of the city. Um, and it's very, you know, independent, uh, chef-driven restaurants now that are just exploded all over town. And I mean, you know, there's guys here and, and women here that are, are just, you know, creating some amazing concepts. Uh, the design of these places are super cool. The food is awesome. Uh, it's been fun to, you know, A, be a part of it, um, you know, kind of be an early pioneer of it. And also just to, to watch it, you know, and uh, and again, you know, we're, we're not the only game in town and, and it's just 
to see. And, you know, there's so many places now in Cincinnati. I mean, I have a running list of places I haven't even been able to get to um, in, in my own business, you know, in the beverage business. But yeah. uh, and then the brewing back on the breweries on top of it, um, you know, which we got a couple amazing uh, breweries here, um, both big and small. It's uh, it's been awesome to be involved. With it. And then again, like you said, I mean, there, there was a there was a dark time where I think if, you know people were just down on the city, and you know uh, you kind of hid. If you lived here, you you, you know you felt kind of embarrassed or ashamed to say you were from here. I think people kind of live in Cincinnati, uh, you know, take a lot of pride and, and there's still a long way to go. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm really involved in over the Rhine, um, down here and we're trying to, you know, make this place, uh, you know, explain over the Rhine or OTR. Cause, cause that is where, you know, my first introduction to that area really was, was when you guys got involved in doing laches and all that stuff. You know, I'd heard about it and mm-hmm. seen it kind of through when I had first come through with the tours and, and whatnot with Dan and, and, you know, with Dave and talking to him. So o- OTR was originally like a, a kind of a factory area, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, over the Rhine, you know, in its history, you know, again, a long time ago was, was a thriving area that was just, um, you know, north of, of the central part of the city. And, you know, through the years, it just, you know, kind of took a hit. And, um, you know, what was it was kind of a rough area. Well, you know, over the revitalization, um, you know, buildings were rehabbed and apartments were put in and, you know, the food and beverage uh, scene started, you know, coming into play and, and it was just, you know, becoming a place where, you know, people really wanted to, to, uh, be a part of. And it's just, you know, if you look at it now compared to, you know, 10 years ago, it's just amazing what's happened, um, to that. Area. And, you know, again, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I am one and, and there's many people here that are working really hard just to make it a, um, you know, a great place for all. I mean, they've done, amazing work parks and uh you know around and again you know putting different retail shops in for people to live and all kinds of things it's just a, it's an amazing area there's still a lot of work to do um but you know it's just it's growing and it's growing. and so what's what's kind of next for you guys i mean you guys have what seven what did i count 17 total uh-huh. right now Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you guys have 17 right now. You guys are getting ready to open an 18th. I mean, are you guys, and you guys are already starting to make that move. I mean, you know, you've got that Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati, Chicago. Now you guys are moving into Columbus. I mean, is that kind of the mm-hmm. plan moving forward is for you guys to move further out and branch out? I mean, cause you know, even though, you know, you guys all have, have great bar concepts and then the keystone being that food concept for everything. I mean, kind of what is the goal? I mean, do you guys have an end goal? Is there an out at any point? Not that anybody's thinking about that because you guys are all young, but I mean, what's the end goal for you guys? You know, I, right now, we still, all four of us, you know, we love what we do and we, you know, we just want to continue to grow it. I think for, for the next move for us is, you know, out of the four partners, two live in Chicago and two live in Cincinnati. And those are where, our, our current places, you know, um, reside in those cities. So the, the Columbus is, is going to be a big one for us because it'll be the first time we open a bar in a city where none of the four of us live. Right. And I think that the, the challenge is, you know, can we open this bar in a city that we don't live, run it like we, you know, run it well, make it successful. And if we can do that, which, you know, I'm going into it, obviously uh full bore like we can, then I think it just opens the door to, you know, um other cities. It opens the door to opening more in Columbus. And I the next phase of growth uh in 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 one aspect. And then the other aspect is, you know, we're still growing in Chicago. Um we've got a property that uh was an old Polish bar that we purchased and, you know, we're completely redoing it into a concept that um, fits our, our Chicago concept. So I still think there's, you know, expansion in Chicago because it's a huge city. Um, and then, you know, uh, we're still opportunistic in Cincinnati. If 
something comes up and we really like it. But I guess the goal, is, you know, and then, and then with the Keystones, is, you know, they're much a much bigger project, as you know, because it's a full-scale restaurant. Um, so it's kind of just those three uh, those three angles of, of still continuing to grow. And what we do at the end of it, I mean, who knows, but right now we're, we're just, um, you know, we just want to continue to, uh, to open these different concepts and, and have fun with it and make it successful. And I think that's, that's kind of one of the biggest things that I found with you guys through the, the, the time that I spent with you was that you guys, you guys have a boatload of fun. You know, you, you open up properties that you're genuinely interested in, you know, like, I, I mean, I loved the fact that you had, what was it? Touch and go across the street. You had the rugby bar over there. Like <laughs> that, yeah. what, 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 what tap and go. I mean, and that was like, that was tap you, that was, that was yours. You know, that was yeah. your personality, your spot, um, that I loved. And then, you know, with Dan, with the, uh, you, you know, with Keystone and all that. And then Igby's, I mean, you know, Igby's kind of screamed Ben, across the board. I mean, I sat, you know, for a couple of hours, multiple hours with Ben at the end of, of that bar at Igby's and that to, to this day, I mean, Igby's and righteous room are still probably two of my favorite bars that I've been to in the country. You know, just that back area of righteous room with that little courtyard with the couches out there. I mean, it's just, you know, and then that shotgun bar, with amazing bartenders and people that you walk in and you can tell that they are genuinely interested in you. And that's a culture thing. You know, that comes from the top mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. and with you guys. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, you know, I still, listen, I, I love hanging out in my, you know, in, in our places, you know, I love the righteous room. Like you said, I mean, you know, you, you can't, it's hard to recreate that back room just because of the, the building and the way it's structured and, yeah. Things like that. I mean, I still hang out in Igby's. I, you know, I'd love to go to my places. I, I wish I could go to them more than I do even now. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, we're this place in Chicago that we're building. I mean, it's a place that, yeah, we all four want to hang out in. Um, yeah. In Columbus, places, you know, we all want to uh, hang out in. So that's, that. you know, that's the fun part, you know, is, is waking up every day and still, you know, creating concepts that you, you want to be in, uh, that yourself, you know? And so that, that makes it, that makes it easy to get out of bed. Um, so for, for you guys, I mean, where, you know, and I ask people, especially when they're operators and they're, they're high level operators, like you guys are where, what is, you know, I mean, what are you guys seeing happening in the industry, that that you guys are 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 actively uh, working around or working with or you know where do you guys see I guess it's a two part question really what are you guys doing you know in the next couple of years to kind of work with what's happening in the industry and where are you guys what do you see that's going to be happening in the industry Yeah, I mean you know it's it's funny how different trends you know hit you know where it, it was you know the, the craft beer came in and, and, you know, hit hard. And so, you know, you kind of, you know, manipulate your places to have, you know, a certain number of taps and, and be able to, you know, give people what they want. And you know, then, uh, you know, the, the whole craft cocktail craze that came through has completely changed, you know, from back in the day when people were, um, you know, just using roses, wine and drinks. And now, you know, we're, we're you know, all of our <laughs> bars, uh, you know, are, are juicing, you know, I mean, we have a whole, you know, it's created a whole thing station in, in, in our, you know, back of the house. And, you know, so that we've got fresh lime juice and fresh lemon juice and, you know, uh, different herbs and things like that. So, I mean, you know, we, we you know, completely, you know, keeping on hand trends like that. And, uh, you know, Keystone's always a comfort food niche um, that people love and, and, uh, and beer that people love. So, you know, it's just partly on top of that, um, you know, at, 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 you know, I'd say my level. And then the other thing for me, you know, which has changed and isn't always, you know, um, what you love to do is, you know, making sure we're, again, you know, we've got, you know, healthcare employees and, you know, 401k plan and things like that. So, I mean, I'm spending, you know, half my time. Um, also, you know, kind of behind closed doors, you know, making that machine run that, uh, you know, are benefits for people and, 
um, how to keep everything happy. And, you know, we've got a main office with the, you know, now we have, you know, finance in-house, we have marketing in-house and we have HR in-house and it's, you know, creating the balance between, you know, the office and I've got the managers out there. And so there's just a lot of moving parts, um, you know, 10 years ago, I, I wasn't really doing because, you know, 10, 10 months, I was still on the floor managing our, our places. So. Right. Right. Yeah. What, um, so with, uh, with OTR and all that stuff, whatever happened with, uh, with Lachey's? I mean, if you want, I mean, if you can get into that, I don't know. I mean, I thought that was just a great concept yeah. in such a, a neat location and, and the build out was absolutely beautiful. I mean, you guys really mm-hmm. went all out on that. It was a great spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Lachey's at, at the end of the day, you know, there, there was a couple things that I think probably, uh, we could have done better. Um, you know, one was we, we, the build out was, you know, a really nice build out, but it, it just really for, for what the concept was, it was one of those things where it, it just probably didn't fit the over the Rhine area that we were in. Right. So, you know, I, I think if we had that uh, restaurant and bar in a different location in the city, it would have probably, um, been better received and done and, you know, and, and been successful. Uh, the other thing too, you know, and again, this isn't anything that, you know, I, I'm still, you know, really good friends with, with Drew and Nick Lachey is, um, you know, sometimes we just didn't see eye to eye on Austin and, and, you know, and having different partners than your, your kind of original partners is, is a tough one to, you know, kind of navigate through. And uh, so, I mean, it just, you know, with, with a couple of those things, as you, you know, as you know, again, having a, a restaurant with, you know, razor, razor margins, that was the, uh, you know, it just, it just was one of those things that, um, for us, the concept just didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, you're, you're building a property in the middle of a really, at that point, I mean, it was still a pretty new area. I mean, there was still a lot happening. You guys had just gotten the, uh, the trolley system that was coming through. Isn't that what that was? The streetcar, yep. The streetcar, street but yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> it's a very, <laughs> the streetcar is a very polarizing, uh, uh, you know, uh, thing in Cincinnati still. But you know, it's uh, people, people are on one side and they love it, or literally people are on the other side and hate it. And it, it there's no gray area with the streetcar here in town, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Cincinnati, man. I have been for a long time, and and the first kind of real experiences that I had in Cincinnati were with you guys. So, you know, my view of mm-hmm. Cincinnati honestly came from a hospitality angle, you know, as 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 opposed to it it being from a historical angle or you know even a political angle or you know uh, any other angle like a traveler. I came in on a hospitality level, so I really got to have a great kind of view of what the city was doing at that point. And I learned all that from you guys. You know, I mean, to this day, I mean, I've I've been in Cincinnati you know, like super fast. I mean, I had texted you in the past, like, Hey, I'm going to be there in, you know, three weeks and I'm going to be there for 12 hours. Like, you know, <laughs> as you're like, all right, well, I got a baby and a wife and you know, whatever. But, but it's like, you know, I mean, even to this day, I still stay at that Hilton, man. I mean like that Hilton, which is such yeah. an iconic building, which was a re- really a- almost an homage to the empire state building. Um, like the, the mm-hmm. amount of history that I got, uh, while I was there from the hospitality angle was just awesome. And, you know, I mean, I've been yeah. down there during a couple of festivals and stuff like that, that were, that happened really fast. And, um, it's just an amazing city and to watch you guys grow outside of it even further, even though you guys had properties in Chicago to watch you guys grow through that has really been a cool thing. And to, you know, just to let you know, like I still use you guys as an example so it, it, when I te- talk about hospitality or I talk about partnerships or, um, you know, I talk about growth potential with what it is that people are doing, I'm constantly referring to you guys because it's really, a, a, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's almost refreshing to see what four buddies can do when each one has their, their kind of, uh, their, their own task, their own responsibility, but to be able to pull that all together the way that you guys have is something that needs to be commended and applauded. I mean, I think it's really a great uh, well, thing. So cheers to you guys for being able to do that. 
Well, thank you. I mean, we, we work hard on it. You know, I mean, again, we, we don't always see a guy. Um, we, we do sometimes sit back and, and, and say, wow, you know, because people will say, man, I can't believe you guys have been in a partnership that long. So at the end of the day, we have our battles. Um, you know, we, we try to stay off each other's uh, uh, backs. But, um, you know, and, and we do get, you know, again, we have some battles and stuff. We just, you know, shake it off with some beers later on. And, and then, you know, it's back to business as usual. But, uh, you know, I mean, we just, you know, we're four guys and we're still grinding away. I mean, that's what we do. I mean, we, we all four wake up every day and we're, we're in this business, um, you know, um, grinding. It's just so uh, like it's so funny to see that you guys literally went from college into, you know, into your own little worlds. And then you guys were like, fuck it. This is what we're doing. And you guys have been run. I mean, how, how long has it been? 2002, you know, wow. so I still I actually, you know, I'm still laughing about talking about the tap and go rugby bar. I wish it was around. I mean, you know, we'll, I'm sure we're going to have a couple more concepts that kind of, you know, run its lifespan and, uh, and have to close. But I just, you know, there's some good times in that, in that bar with a bunch of rugby guys and, and, uh, and, and, and women too. But it was, uh, I just keep thinking back. It was like voted the number one place in Cincinnati to not get in a bar fight in. (laughs) Hey man. Hey, any, an accolade is an accolade. You know, if if I can get something, I'm good with it. Great, I'll I'll post that right, on. Right, I'll put exactly. that on a vinyl a vinyl sign out yeah. front any day. Right. <laughs> That's well. awesome, dude. Um, well, you know, I mean, I, I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for hopping out here. And uh, you know, my goal is to get back into Cincinnati, and I, I'd love to be able to to sit back with you guys and have a couple of beers and just kind of talk. It's been a long time, um, but yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I appreciate you hopping on with me and taking time out of your day, out of all these properties. And with, again, with just, you know, the start of a new family and being in this industry is a tough fucking world, man. It's tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Hey, you know, it's, uh, it's what we do and, uh, what we're going to continue to do, man. I, you know, I do look forward to you getting back to, to Cincinnati and, uh, you know, we'll have a day where we run the gauntlet again and, um, you know, uh, finish it off with a car bomb. <laughs> I am. I am. Uh, I have. I have shied away from the car bomb, but I will break out the car bomb shoes specifically for you guys for that one. <laughs> so I'm, I'm good yeah. to go. But yeah. all right. Well, dude, thank you so much for hopping on. I really appreciate it, and uh, I look forward to getting back down there and uh, throwing a couple back with you guys. All right. Thank you, buddy. Cheers, brother. Take care. All right. All right. Bye. Uh. So that's, uh, I mean, Bob Deck, you know, he's one of four uh, in a group called 4EG. And these guys, you know, again, I just, to be able to look at, at visionaries in that way, and that's the way that I see these guys. You know, they're, they're, they're four buddies that really started out as the three who, who started to have ideas, you know, for things that they wanted to do. Let's open a bar. Like how many of us have been sitting at a bar with our buddies and made that statement, had that sentiment, you know, and then, and then how many of us have actually taken that and moved it to the next level? That's the real question. Um, these guys have done that and they've done it in such a way that they've grown with the times, you know, I mean, they were smart enough to know what they had and what they were going to do. Um, you know, they, 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 they brought in some good people with, with mixologists and, you know, I worked a food program with those guys for a couple of years, which was just a, a, an awesome experience. You know, they trusted me enough to put menus together and, and put recipes together and come in and kind of train their staff and, and oversee a couple little programs for them while I was down there. You know, we really had a, a great experience working together. I really enjoyed those guys. And I'm glad that I can still call them friends after this, because again, I don't work with douchebags. You know, it's just not a world that I like to get into. So for me, I'm glad that I have the ability to I'm not going to use the word pick and choose about who I work with because that's not the way that it works, Um, you know, but that people reach out to me who are great operators who want to do something different. And that's what, you know, that's what these guys are, which is something that I really enjoy. So, um, 
so that's kind of where I am with that one. I mean, you know, this was a hospitality version of this. I, I really hope that you guys enjoyed just the simple kind of fun questions that we had with Bob. And I look forward to watching 4EG and the boys over there grow even further, you know, making that move into Columbus now into Ohio is a big deal, you know, to take a, a, a bunch of concepts that are literally in your backyard. You know, Bob and uh, or uh, 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 Dave and Ben, who are the other two, uh, who are two of the, the partners, live up in Chicago. And they really kind of oversee those properties up there. And Dan and Bob live down in uh, in Cincinnati and they have those properties. You know, the other two are hopping back and forth and and now they're they're all taking it out of their wheelhouse and out, or out of their comfort zone and making that move. And, and that's a sign of progression and aggression at the same time. I love an aggressive business owner who's like, I got this. We can do this. Absolutely. So – I wish the boys at 4EG a great job or a good amount of luck and everything that they do. And I know that they're going to be successful. So that's what I have for you guys for this week. Uh, I want to thank everybody over there at the radioinfluence.com. Jason and Jerry, you guys know who they are. Get a podcast on with these boys. They're going to talk to you. They'll have a conversation with you. If they don't like it, they're going to tell you. You got a 100% chance of a no if you don't ask, my friends. Then let's move into Maggie Gagliardi the wonderfully talented artist who does all of our uh, promo pieces every single week. I love her. I'm so glad to watch the progress of her and her career and her talent move on. Then we have Michelle out there at Techno Solution, T-E-C-H-K-N-O-W Solution, who does all of my websites and everything else. I had a conversation with her yesterday uh, about some new stuff, and it's it's so awesome to be able to work with somebody who, who has a vision as well. And her and I bounce ideas back and forth off of each other. And I can send her a drawing of a pig with a snout on it and cow horns and know that Maggie's going to create something and Michelle's going to turn that into a physical menu or a hat or whatever it is. So, um, so thank you guys all so much and give those people some support because they're pretty awesome in my book and uh, hopefully you guys trust me. So thanks for listening to Duffified Live for this week. Hope you all have a great week. Adios. Didn't get Duffified enough? Follow Chef Brian Duffy on Facebook and on Twitter at Chef B-R-I-D-U-F-F. Look for the blue verified check mark to get exclusive content and to see what's coming up on next week's show. This has been Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy on Radio Influence. I'm Jerry Petock, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out radioinfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. <laughs>